Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, this is Natalie, Natalie Jean, yes, this is Chatting with Nat, and today I have the honor, oh my gosh, I'm so excited, of having award-winning podcaster and billboard charting artist, Nikki Chris, yes, I said it, Nikki Chris, Nikki Chris is an award-winning billboard charting singer-songwriter based in Raleigh, North Carolina. Her music has captured an international audience since the soul, soul stylings of her debut album, I Come Alive, in 2013. Her songs have been featured in award-winning movies, TV shows, and on radio stations worldwide, and she has been on the official ballot for the Grammy Awards for the past eight years in numerous categories. Nikki's unique and powerful diva style voice has been compared to artists Pink and Adele, as well as top female rockers of the past, Pat Benatar and Stevie Nicks, while her songwriting songwriting takes decidedly a modern turn. Awesome. When not working on her own music or various collaboration projects, Nikki is a champion. You heard it, champion for women in the music and entertainment industry. She's the host of the award-winning podcast, Mixing It with Nikki Chris, broadcast on the Sim Radio Network, and the co-founder of Sisters in Music, SIM, an organization that promotes and encourages educational opportunities, collaborative musical works, and performances among women to raise awareness and funding for various female-focused charities. Let's give her a round of applause. Hello. 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 How How are you, Miss Natalie? I'm well, and you? I'm fantastic. Have a little bit of a sore throat, but you know, oh. I'll get through it. Uh-oh. Um, yeah. How have you been doing uh, this entire crazy, crazy, crazy ass pandemic season? How have I been doing? You know, <laughs> I've been doing. I've been doing pretty good. You know, obviously. I mean, you and I have. Started Sisters in Music, so yay, yay, yay. The podcast has kind of just, like, completely gotten into a life of its own. Um, released some songs, right? So I've actually been pretty, pretty busy, which is great. And it's con- continuing on into 2021, because, to be honest, I can't believe it's already August. I know it's kind of crazy. It's just I I can't you know I well since I'm at home I don't remember what days or what and slow I could listen it could be 2022 and I wouldn't know it. That's how crazy it's been <laughs> for me as well. Now um, one of the main questions that I ask everybody on the podcast because we've been in a pandemic is that you know a lot of people. Um, have uh, taken the time to self-reflect. I know I have some friends that were just like, they cut back on work because they realized they were missing time with their families. Um, They were missing a lot of time with a lot of different things as well. And so with artists, 
um, and, and other creatives, uh, they took the time to self-reflect and really focus on what they wanted to do with their music and how they wanted to be viewed in regards to their music. You know, some people want to be an effective player. Some people want to chart. Some people want fame. Um, but a lot of people have changed their mindset on, you know, how they want their music to be used and how, um, how people see them as artists. Um, did you take the time to do that? I'm going to say yes and no. I actually, and I bounce back and forth between this because, you know, part of me still wants what I would call recognition, right? Not, I'm not, I'm not big about charting. I'm not big about, um, you know, awards and things like that. I mean, you know me and, you know, I'm very much, I'm, I don't like to submit to a lot of awards and things like that, but from a acceptance perspective um, in terms of like, you know, gaining listeners or having somebody listen to my music and say, you know, that really made me felt feel something or, you know, I really enjoyed this particular song. I still think that I have work to do there. Right. I would love to, even though I have had success globally of having, you know, people play my music, I still haven't had like that breakthrough, if you will. Right. It's still a constant grind to get my music heard, a constant grind of of reaching out to people directly and say, hey, I have a new song out. You know, would you be willing to play it? It's, It's that I do definitely still want to do. But at this same point in time, I also would like to focus more on a different aspect in, like, collaborating with people, writing Mm -hmm. for other people, having them record my songs, or, you know, working with co-writers and then shopping songs to other um, artists, and also sync placement. So I'm kind of torn because I want to be successful in, in my music with me as an artist and a vocalist, but at the same point in time, I sometimes say, you know, maybe I should do more of a, a backseat, if you will, and let mm-hmm. others perform my music and then just work on, like, sync and, and so on and so forth. So it's it's a daily struggle for me, honestly. Yeah, there's so much you can do as an artist, as a creative um in this music world that we are in, I think, why not do it all? Why not do it all? Life, you know, the pandemic has taught us many things is that we thought life was short. It's really short, short. So I say go for it all. Well, and, and that is kind of what I'm doing, right? That's why I said it's like a struggle, a day-to-day struggle. Like sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to release any more of my own material but then I, like, hear something that inspires me, and I'm like, oh, oh, my God, I would love to do a song like that. But then I'm like, well, wait a minute. You just said two weeks ago that you weren't going to release anything out yourself and that you were going to, you know, focus on this. So it's, I'm, I'm just going with the flow. It is what it is. I love it. Going with the flow, going with the flow. Um, did you do any live streaming? While we were in the pandemic? 
Me personally performing, no, but did do. We had some stream yards <laughs> with Sisters in Music, so cats, if you will, ladies' night, if you will, was the primary type of streaming that I did. I actually uh, moved during right. the pandemic and tore down my studio, so didn't really have the fun little studio vibe going to do the live streaming type of stuff. Um, but, yeah, that's about the extent of it. How was podcasting? Lots of <laughs> podcasting. Yes, I know you were podcasting. Um, tell us about your music. What was it that made you decide that you want to get into the music industry? I mean, what was it that you listened to or you watched or, you know, you were in the middle of that? Like you were, whoa, I've got to do this thing. This is This music thing is me. Honestly, I don't think it was one specific thing. I've always been extremely musical. I, even when I was a little girl, started performing. I mean, I had my, I remember performing in, I'm going to say kindergarten, first grade, maybe, as early as that, uh, a stage show at elementary school singing Oh, Tannenbaum um, in German. I do do speak German, so I, I did learn the song in German and just no fear, no no fear, no, no qualms. And I still, to this day, I have no, I never get nervous going on stage, which, you know, knock on wood, I guess, and never... You know, it'll always be that way. I've just It's just always been a natural occurrence for me. And, oh, it, you know, did the choir thing, all that fun stuff in, in high school. And just it was one of those things that I always, always knew that that's what I really wanted to do. Unfortunately, like so many people didn't have the support system behind me to really just say, go for it, right? So, you know, like so many people say, they changed course or, you know, all right, I stopped this and went out and got a real job, if you will, just because they don't have that cheerleader or somebody telling them, you can do this or, you know, follow your dreams. You know, you don't have to do this if you don't want to, that type of thing. So, um, but yeah, you know, it was something that I always, always really, really wanted to do. I don't think there was any, you know, I listened to all kinds of people growing up. Pat Benatar, still my idol, Stevie Nicks, Madonna, Michael Jackson, you know, I mean, I had all kinds of really good artists to empower me. Awesome. Awesome. So how would you describe your music? As much 
a genre? <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? Um, one thing I am not, I am not, uh, I tend to stay away from country specifically if we start focusing on genres. But, you know, I, I like to say my lyrics are, I do think my lyrics sometimes can be almost too deep, but I, I like to write empowering things, but I also like to write fun things. I've kind of been, um, you know, experimenting with different types of writing styles. I've actually been told um, by a couple people I needed to dumb me down my writing that they, mm-hmm. you know, they thought that my writing was too um, sophisticated for today's audiences, which, you know, that's subjective, right? right. Um, but I like, you know, I like to say it's it's a mix. I really do think it is a mix. I mean, I, I like to do, you know, my first album was really like a singer-songwriter type of album, very... Mm-hmm you know, stripped back type of style. Then I tried to go a little bit more of like an Americana vibey type of of EP, which, you know, may or may not have been successful with that regard. And then, you know, I tend to lean more pop, um, sometimes rock type of, of styles, but mm-hmm. um, I kind of just like go with the flow, you know. If I feel a tropical vibe, I'll record a song. It's one of the things, like, I've never, the albums that I've put out, I kind of just, I put on the album when I want to put on the album. I don't necessarily follow, like, a theme like a lot of people do, which I even think in that regard makes me unique. I try and just, you know what, this needs to go here. I actually had somebody say to me, the, the Heartbeat album, they were like, why do you put a remix as your first track? <laughs> why not? What? You know, who says I can't who says I can't put a remix as my first track? Why why does it have to be a certain way? So, you know, I I just kind of follow my gut and just go with what I want to do. I don't like to follow norms. I like that. I don't like to follow norms either. It's boring. Um, well, go ahead. I was going to say that's exactly correct. It's boring. So why mm-hmm. shouldn't we be different? That's right. What sets your music apart from everybody else's, would you say? Well, I'm not boring. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. No, you know, I mean, I actually think uniqueness-wise, mm-hmm. one of the things that I've always been extremely proud of is my tone. I really do feel that I have a unique tone. And and that is something, I'll be very honest with you, even myself uh, as a listener, I do, when I listen to music, I listen for the tone of the individual Mm-hmm. And I also I also do listen if I can understand the lyrics and if they are actually telling a story or, you know, trying to empower with their words rather than, um, you know, something that doesn't make sense. Right. And I think that 
everything that I've done up until this point has done that. I do have a unique tone. That is, you know, I don't, people ask me, who do you sound like? And I say, well, I sound like myself. I mean, I may, may be compared to various other artists, but those artists in and of themselves in their own rights have very unique tones. So tone and probably, you know, my words and, and, and how my, my music is emotive. How important is it for you to be authentic in your artistry? That's a tough one. I'm going to say it's important to an extent. I, no, I'm going to say it is, it's it's important because to be honest, I'll go back to the comment that somebody made to me telling me I needed to dummy down my Mm. writing. I think if I was going to be, if I was, if I was writing something for somebody else, I could easy, easily dummy it down. But if I'm writing for myself, I need to believe in what I'm writing. Right. I, I won't put something out on, as myself as an artist if I do not believe what I'm saying. Hmm. Uh-huh. All righty. No, I like that. So we're going to play... Your song, Undone, uh, tell me, what is that song about? So this is a, it's the brainchild of uh, my long-term producer and collaborator, Kevin McNulty. He got in this James Bond vibe. So it is definitely inspired by the James Bond song. So it's that sultry, sexy type of mysterious pop rock, themish style song about love, of course, but then losing that love and then saying, you know what, I'm done. Right. Too bad, buddy. You know, well, buddy or person. Too bad, person. You know, you've you've, you've lost. All righty. Well, let's play the song. Why don't we? Let's play the song. Can be said when we no longer talk. We reach the end. Our love about to fall and I question if it was ever meant to be and the answer's not what you expect from me I'd rather let it burn cause i 
writer which has pluses and minuses um you know like I'll, I'll be honest I have not written anything since we done done and I just kind of I take notes I make notations here and there and then you know when I kind of get everything bottled up. It's like, okay, I need to write, and then I'll just start writing, you know, three, four, five, whatever uh, songs at a pop. Um, I don't – I'm one of those – I like to experiment. So I don't like to do the same type of process every single time. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, especially – I'll just use Kevin, for example. If Kevin and I are writing, sometimes he gives me, like, I'm done – 
was the the music track was done and then maybe just like a couple of lyric prompts and then you know I we would bounce that back and forth and I'd be like yeah you know no I really like this here um or I'd like I like this and then you know we kind of finish it together but that depends you know it really depends because like sometimes I'll, I'll I'll send him a you know here's here's a draft you know here's a demo cut of something and I've even you know, some, some lyrics to it. And then we go to potentially work on it in the studio. And then I'm changing the lyrics because I'm like, ah, you know what, that really doesn't make sense or that doesn't flow right. You know, those types of things. So, um, you know, I don't have a set Uh process, which I actually like because it, it really allows you to be, fluid in your process and, and be very accepting of alternatives or other suggestions. I think if you're very strict in your writing process, you actually get pigeonholed. Right. And it only has to be this way. So I actually prefer to just be very kind of loosey-goosey, if you will. Loosey-goosey. And do you get writers Loosey-goosey. I haven't, I'm knocking on wood, you can hear me. Um, I have not had what I would call writer's block, block, right, to where you're like, oh. I, I can, you know, and I have on occasion where I've had, like, a deadline, and uh-huh. somebody said, I need something like this. I have struggled with that but it wouldn't say it was necessarily a block it was more along the lines of being forced into a swim lane that I wasn't comfortable with like a very um, structured type of writing process Mm. to where you know that that I was uncomfortable with that particular type of of timeline and, and and strict writing process more so than I didn't know what to write if that where's, makes sense. Yeah. Where is the strangest place you've ever written a song? <laughs> the toilet. Strange. Strange. That is strange, you know. Um, yeah. All right. That is strange. You know, You're strange. Um, in, in the potty. <laughs> in the potty. It's the best place. Listen, the bathroom There's something about the bathroom, because I always say the shower, because I always can come up with all kinds of great music, and then I have to try to remember them. Um, But I don't know. Somebody said it's probably the acoustics, or you're by yourself, um, and that's the time when the music just flows into your head. So I tend to agree with you. What do you love most about being an artist? Networking, which is really probably a weird thing. I actually really like meeting other people in, like, the industry and learning about them. You know, I mean, you know, case in point, you, right? You know, I mean, we met through peers networking, and, you know, I'm interested in in learning what other people are doing one from an, you know, I'm, I'm curious 
and I think it's it's great that we all share this passion for mm. music and entertainment. You know, we have a lot in common in that regard. But I also like to use it for like, um, you know, uh, learning purposes and so on and so forth. I love to sit there and chat with people. You know, like you asked me what my songwriting process is. I, you know, that that actually is one of the questions that I also ask my, one of, um, you know, my guests as well too, because I like to get other ideas from people. Or, you know, what's a tip or trick trick that you would have that you might want to share. So, um, you know, those to me, I love being in that type of role to have the ability to meet so many different people. Awesome sauce. That's the first time anybody said that. Everybody said, oh, you know, what I love, what I love, you know, is that I affect people with my music and I can bring people together. Um, and I love Well, I mean, those are, yeah, I mean, those are, those are nice things too. And you like the fact is, you know, I'll be honest with you, the first time somebody contacted me, was when, um, you know, they heard my song on Dance Moms and they were like, oh my God, I just was really, you know, blown away by that song. And it was, and I was, you know, I mean, I was blown away because somebody contacted me, right? Right. But I actually do think that networking and building relationships, you know, it's great to, great to have an impact with your fans, Mm -hmm. but you also need to have that impact with your peers. Because it right. goes back to the one thing that I say with, you know, one voice may not be heard, but millions together cannot be silent. One lone musician versus millions of musicians, right? So you build those relationships and those collaborations and those communities. Uh-huh. Think of the collectiveness of the unit, what the impact could be. Right. True. Very, very true. We are going to play your song, I Am Who I Am. Tell us about what that song is about. This is actually one of my favorites. It is a font, believe it or not. One of my favorite bands is 30 Seconds to Mars. And I actually use this as a songwriting prompt quite a bit. I I take songs and I interpret them as, you know, this is how I'm interpreting the song. And um, 30 Seconds to Mars is one of those groups that actually he leaves a lot of, you know, it's up to the, the listener to interpret what the song is about. So this is a response to their song, Hurricane, which I interpreted as, um, you know, and relationship going wrong. And this is the response to that song of, you know, the, the, the one person where the end yeah. relationship has ended is, is basically they're saying, well, you know, you were tying me down and weren't letting me be myself and, and I am who I am and, and I'm going to thrive with who I am regardless of whether you're in my life or not. Awesome. Let's play this song. Keep telling myself that I need. 
really fun to perform. I like the song. It's just going to be stuck in my head. So, 
you started <laughs> Sisters in Music, um, which is a fantastic thing, and your partner, Natalie Gina. How is it working with Natalie Gina, or they call her Natalie Jean sometimes? Natalie Jean? Natalie Jean is fabulous. I actually think we make a really, really good pair because Natalie keeps it real and authentic and kind of forces me down that road too. Mm. But I also, you know, I I think we like, we play off each other. I'm probably more of a, I would think, shy, reserved person. I don't know. I could be wrong, but, you know, I mean, I, I, I tend, you know, I like to make everybody happy where I, I love the fact that you're more like, you know, it is what it is. And I think that that feeds off of each other. And I also think we bring various different strengths to the table that fit very nicely together. And I think between the two of us, we've, you know, we've done a fantastic job getting this off the ground. You know, I mean, we're learning as we go along, trying to create something powerful and power people. And then, you know, I also think sometimes, too, we both commiserate with each other to where we're like, can you believe this? You know, (laughs) right? Yeah, no, we definitely do that a lot. And how do you feel about, uh, the support that we have received for Sisters in Music. Um, do you think we've received a lot of, um, you know, congratulations or support, or do you think, you know, you'd like to see more? What is your take on that? Keeping it real, I actually would like to see more. And, and I'm, and there's a reason why I say that because. Talking the talk is one thing. Walking the walk is another thing. Amen. And I have not, it's actually very disappointing. While um, there are definitely many individuals who are fully engaged and fully supportive and going above and beyond, by all means, totally, you know, don't want to discount that at all. But there are also many individuals who I'm actually a little bit surprised that, you know, they're like, yeah, this is, this is great. You know, people who I would have thought would have said, oh my God, this is great. Congratulations. I can't wait to join. Da, 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 have said nothing. There are people who have said, yeah, this is great. I can't wait to join. And they're like on board 110%. And then there's people who are like, yeah, this is great. And we interviewed them and, and we've done all this stuff with them, but then they're not joining. Um, and what's really interesting is with the exception of a few, a lot of the support that I'm feeling that we're getting is actually from men which is mind-blowing because, you know, the organization was built on the premise of empowering women and lifting up women and, you know, getting rid of the, like, diva mentality of I'm better than you and this is a competition. And, you know, we're also supporting men as well, but I'm, I'm feeling a lot more love from the men than I am from the women 
which is, you know, I'm keeping it real, right? Um, it, it's interesting. And I don't know, you know, I just don't know. I don't know if it's jealousy. I don't know if it's, you know, oh, well, I, I don't know if, if it's, why didn't they ask me to do this? What, you know, I have no idea what it is, but, uh, you know, it's unfortunate because I, I think the two of us have this fantastic vision and I am, am envisioning potentially this, this massively powerful nonprofit organization empowering women and young girls and spreading our message and, and encouraging and, and being supportive of, of all individuals and now's the time to hop on board. Why wouldn't you want to be a part of that? That's, that's the piece that, you know, kind of gets me. Yeah, it's been baffling me to me too. I mean, people, yeah, like you say, people, some people don't walk the walk and talk the talk. You know, we, they, nobody has to join our thing, but they could at least be like, oh my gosh, you really are doing this? Yeah, at least applaud. Hell, that's not going to hurt them to do so. And the people that are um, out there doing the same thing as we are, and when, you know, sometimes we reach out and try to talk to them and they don't want to talk because they think that they're on a higher level, then their mission um, is definitely what you're talking about. They're doing the opposite. Yep. I, I, we're all on the same level. Um, obviously, some people are further ahead in their career, but you know what? I don't listen. There is no competition here. It's not that I'm saying I'm better than you. I say we're all in the same playing field because we're all out here trying to make music, to be creative, and just to be heard. That's the bottom line. Yep. Um, bottom but, line, and I completely agree. And we'll just continue to do our thing, our thing. What is one our thing? What is one message or quote you like to live by? I'm actually going to go back to the the phrase that I used previously. One voice may not be heard, but millions together cannot be silenced. I've used that quite a bit. Um, Probably that one and, you know, together we are stronger is the other one. Right. You know, we actually use as part of our tagline as well. And, but all of them, all of them encompass being a group of individuals, right? A collective group. Together we are stronger is no singular individual. And the same thing with one voice may not be heard, but millions together cannot be silenced. So it's that whole community, collectiveness, togetherness aspect um, philosophy. A win for one is a win for all if you look at it from that perspective. Amen. Hallelujah. And what is one thing you wish you had known before you got into the music industry? That there are always going to be people out there that are going to try and take advantage of you and don't believe everything that you hear. Um, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. I think young people starting out don't realize that. Um, and even to this day, I still hear a lot of people saying, oh, this person scammed me, uh, this person took my money, or this person said they were going to do this, and then they didn't. And, and I just I just think, um, you know, there's still a lot of that going on, and it's even more prevalent today, the promise of, the promise of being 
an overnight sensation, in my opinion, does not exist. No, it does not. I'm still here. Um, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. And one thing people need to remember, you know, obviously that music is subjective and that this business takes a lot of damn work. A lot of work. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot. It's like a 24-hell, 24-7 job. It just is. And, you, you know, you're competing against mainstream artists and even in sync licensing and supervision and all that stuff, you're still competing against them. Um, and, and you can be lucky and um, getting your your music uh, into film television, Netflix, Google, and all that stuff. But it's all about pushing. You know, I had interviewed this one young girl that she loved the, the show Atypical on Netflix, so she wrote a song for it. And she DM'd the director, producer, and they loved it and put it in, in, the, in the show. So, you know, there are ways for us to get out there. You just have to continue to pursue your dreams and do it with extreme vigor. Because <laughs> this, this is just, ooh, la, la. I just don't think yep. that, you know, you're going to get it in and all of, all of a sudden pain is going to come into your life. It's not. It takes uh, blood, sweat, and tears to get to a certain place. And you'll meet some funky people and you'll meet some great people like Nick and Chris along the way, and um, you'll just be so joyful that she's in your life. She's a wonderful <laughs> billboard charting artist, award-winning podcaster, multi-nominated, multi-winning artist. <laughs> and has millions. Oh, you're too kind. And millions of streams on Spotify. Just an amazing person, Nikki. Thank you so much for being in my life, and thank you so much for being on Chatting with Nat. I really appreciate you. You have no idea how much uh, I appreciate you because you, you keep it real. You keep it 100. Even when I shake my head and I'm like, no, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, even when you shake your head and you say no, and you, you know, but you know the feeling is mutual. And again, this is why we work so well together because. We get each other, and we empower each other, and we embrace each other's quirks and differences, and we also tell each other <laughs> when they need to shut up <laughs> and step it back, right? When it's like, nah, uh-uh. That's right. Yeah. That's real. what we it's just, all about. We just keep it real, and I think that's important in friendships and, you know, even in our friendships. You know, somebody if we're not friends with one person, we don't go tell the other person not to be friends with that person. We let ourselves be individuals, and, you know, we have each other's back. Yep. That's what Sisters in Music is all about. We we have each other's back. We have each uh, the other people's backs as well. So all of y'all out there, come on and join us, because together we are effing stronger. That's the T-shirt that's going to be made, effing stronger. Um, but, yeah, again, <laughs> Thank you so much for being on Chatting with Nat. And I can't wait to have Thank you, you on the IG Live. Um, the IG Live. Oh, I see you on August 22nd. I can't wait for that. That's going to be loads of fun. Hopefully you'll sing something a cappella or something. I'll force you to. And um, we're just going to have a blast. And, I, and I'm going to see you. Oh. 
Also, congrats on your nominations in the Josie Music Awards. I'll be seeing you down there as we're rooming together. Ah, thank you. Thank you, you as well. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, now we're going to have a blast. And you just got, wait a minute, you just got an Indie Music Channel Award nomination too, didn't you? Yeah, there were a couple in there. I got I got to make that announcement on the platforms. Yeehaw! Yes, I got my nominations. Um, I don't know if I'll be attending that one. I have to I have to see y'all. Too many places to be. <laughs> um, no, well, congratulations on that. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. See, we work together well. I. She's a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. I didn't cry when she won Podcaster of the Year. I supported my BFF sister. People need to learn to do that. She's supporting me in the IMC, and I really appreciate that. That's how things should be. We should just be in the You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? Yes, I I do. (laughs) Thank you for being on my show. Thank you. That was Bye y'all. This is chatting in with Nat with award winning podcaster and billboard artist Nikki Chris. Yes, that's my BFF Nikki Chris. You can find her at www.nikkichris.com. She is amazing. You'll love her just like as much as I do. is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.